0: In three, two, one. The Primal Pioneer. Live an outdoor life. Hosted by Quantum Clinician and creator of the Sunlight Rx, Heather Shepard. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Primal Pioneer podcast. I'm your host, Heather Shepard, and today you're listening to episode one Environment, your biggest block to healing. Now, before I dive into the episode here today, I want to spend a few minutes just sharing with you all what's to come from this show and how it came about and where we're headed. So, I was inspired to start this podcast really to help inspire, teach, and educate people on how to live more of an outdoor life. And today we live in a world totally dominated by technology, non-native EMF. These have become dominant elements in our lives, really since Thomas Edison invented the incandescent bulb back in 1879. So from then we have gradually and even recently in a really rapid way, moved more and more towards living indoor lives and more and more away from living outdoor lives. And this has cut us off from nature. It separated us from our primal roots of foraging for food, living by natural light, living in a slower paced environment, living in alignment with the cycles of nature, with the seasons, with light, we have gone away from living in harmony with the outdoor world that surrounds us to quite literally now living like zoo animals. I know that's a really powerful statement for some people to hear, but really a modern technology and our indoor living, we have become much less primal and much more so like caged animals. And this is true for both adults and children. While I was raised in a primal environment, my dad was a hunter. He fished. I remember sitting in our living room at night and he would be practicing his animal calls on on how to attract animals so he could be successful in his hunt. And my mom, she always had bone broth going on the stove or pots of of homemade clam chowder. We always had a garden growing in the summertime. And my mom was really uh, a nourishing woman. And she had all these things going on in the kitchen, uh, rendered her own lard. And so from a very young age, I grew up living this more of an outdoor lifestyle. You know, we tapped the maple trees on our on our property and we lived pretty close to the land. We heated our home with wood that we cut from our property. And so today this may seem like a very backwards approach to life and a backwards way of living and not up to the standards of technology in the modern day, you know, where everyone has Bluetooth thermostats and they can set their heating Uh, from the restaurant they're eating at. Uh, And while these modern amenities may be well-intentioned in some way, they're really pulling us away from nature and they're actually harming our health in a really profound way. So I myself, as I left my home, as I left my primal roots and went out into the world, I realized that I didn't do so well working for other people (laughs) and that I really wanted to create my own business and a business centered around health and healing because that was something that I am super passionate about. So, Pursuing this self employment and building my business around health and healing led me to living a more indoor life. And so I was spending more time around a computer. I was spending more time indoors. I was spending more time around non native EMFs. And even though my diet was really good, it's what a lot of people consider really healthy, you know, more of a ketogenic diet. Uh, always organic, all these grass-fed animals, all this really positive things that we're hearing about today. Well, even while I was doing those things, I gained weight, my sleep was super poor, my energy plummeted, and the TBI, the the traumatic brain injury that I experienced at age 23, and that I still continuously heal, while that continued to get worse or just not make Significant improvement in that area, and so I really had to take a look at okay, what am I doing? What in my environment is actually contributing to all of these things? I'm trying to help people get well, and in the process, myself get well, but really, I saw my health go downhill, and so this inspired me to take a deeper look at my lifestyle and how my environment was actually impacting these new health experiences that I was having around weight gain, around poor sleep, around poor energy. And so I noticed that as I began to get back to my primal roots, because I noticed in my body that I felt best when I was outside and when I was away from my computer, I did so much better health-wise. And so my biggest health breakthrough really came when I began to learn about how light, how the light that we interact with runs and determines the state and health of our mitochondria, of our regeneration programs, of our circadian biology. And so I started to incorporate different forms of light, different forms of frequencies into my life. I started to live more of an outdoor life. And I noticed drastic shifts in my health, in my TBI, I sleep like a baby now. I'm at a healthy weight. I literally lost 15 pounds since um, starting the whole light frequency sunlight RX uh, that I have created and established that I offer on my Patreon page. And so when I started shifting from this indoor life that I was living to being more outdoors, then I started to really see big Health shifts within me. And so I started to apply this in the clients that I work with and the people that I'm helping to improve their health as well. And they began to see huge jumps, leaps, and bounds in their health as well simply by incorporating my Sunlight RX and more of these outdoor living primal ways into their daily lifestyle. So this podcast is here to teach and educate and inspire you all to get outside more, to get in nature more. And by outside, I mean, away from the city, outside of the city limits to reconnect to your primal ancestral roots and to be healthy, because this really is a huge part of health that we're overlooking today that I've found. So this show, this podcast is going to include solo episodes like the one today of myself. And we're also going to have a lot of guests on the show to help teach and inspire you all how and why we need to get outside more often and why that's so important to your health and healing outcomes. So today's show, it's all about environment and environment. This is the very first place I start and focus on with the people I do one-on-one work with and the retreats that I host because 99.9% of the time when I have a conversation with someone about their health, I always look and focus and hone in on their environment. What environment are you surrounded with on a daily basis? What environment do you live in? Do you sleep in? Do you work in? Because over 80% of the time, This environment is what is causing the health issues that people are bumping up against today. And they may be making a little bit of forward movement with, but they're not making continuous forward movement that they desire. And this is simply because we're not yet addressing the whole environment piece. So you cannot get well, you cannot heal in an environment you got sick in. And today I'm going to dive into this topic so you can improve your awareness around your environment to see how it may be contributing to your health. I hope you enjoy the show today. I hope you enjoy this ongoing podcast. It's going to be coming to you in seasonal doses. So enjoy and have fun learning about how your environment may be impacting your health on today's episode. Welcome to episode one, Environment, Your Biggest Block to Healing. I'm super excited to dive into this episode here today with you all. And I'm going to take a kind of unique approach here today. I'm going to share a little bit about my own healing journey and the environment that I got sick in to help give you all a little bit of context and personal background on my own story on my own healing experience And then as the show goes on, we're going to get into more specific areas of your environment that you can focus on to help improve your health and healing potential and outcomes and capabilities. So for those of you don't know me, hey there, I'm Heather. I'm a quantum clinician. I've had four years of alternative medical school experience. I have a degree in nutrition and I was an avid athlete up until about the age of 23. I played sports in high school. I got a scholarship to play Division One basketball in college. And then post-college, I trained professional athletes. So I was really in the athlete world up until about age 23. And at the age of 23, I actually experienced a major transformative experience that totally changed the trajectory of my life, the momentum of my life, and really actually created this bridge in my life from athlete to more of this healer role. And it was a really eye-opening transformative experience for me. I can't say it was the easiest one, but it was definitely a transformative one. And I've always found that transformative experiences are really here to try to help all of us change the trajectory and the momentum of our lives in some way. It's a way to grab our attention to something we may have been asleep to. It's a way to help us see with new eyes, new clarity, and to help us experience something new. It's really, I've found a way to help nudge us or push us, maybe um, especially in my experience, to really push us out of an old environment into a new healthier environment and way of living. So, I actually experienced this at age 23. I was driving to work one morning. It was an early morning. I was living in Knoxville, Tennessee, and I was on my way to train athletes and it was, you know, around 6:30 a.m. or so. And so, I'm driving to work and have a brand new car love the car, feel good in it. But I'm driving and and I I woke up that morning with a weird feeling in my gut. The intuition was saying, Heather, you know, you might want to stay in bed today. Something's a little bit off. But I ignored that intuition at age 23. I didn't really know much about intuition or at least I didn't pay attention to it. So I got in my car and I was driving to work And I was the only one in my car, and suddenly I started to lose control of my car. Uh, There was nothing that influenced it Uh, externally, you know, not another car, nobody ran in front of me, there wasn't a squirrel, nothing like that. I just started to lose control of my car. It was a really strange, odd feeling. So I lose control of my car, I overcompensate, and I end up in a ditch and split a telephone pole in two. I hit my head pretty bad on, on what I think was a steering wheel. I think that's what I hit my head on. I'm not sure. But soon after, I lost consciousness. And there I was, sitting in my new car, in a ditch, uh, unconscious. And so, the, the, of course, the, the paramedics came. They took me to the hospital. I had regained consciousness. They did the whole nine yards with the scans and the tests, the MRIs, the CAT scans, everything clear, everything looks good. And so they sent me on my merry way. However, it wasn't so merry. I couldn't walk. I couldn't walk without having pressure on my brain. I was dizzy. I had a headache. And this wasn't just after the accident. This ended up being my experience even years out of my accident. And up until that point, what I knew about life, how I knew how to live my life, Only included how to be an athlete, how to train people, how to train myself, how to move my body in this physical way. I loved it, but there was obviously something more for me to really learn about and understand uh, for myself and to help uh, offer others within my own path and purpose. So, for the longest time, I tried to get back to that way of living because that's the only thing I knew. I didn't have Elders who taught me about other ways of living. Yes, there were some really uh, influential elders in my life Such as my aunt and but for the most part our society really pushes us to Succeed in the outer world and that means you know go to work make money Show up, you know live like a normal person. Well, I could no longer do that after my accident but I tried really hard. I tried to continue to train athletes. I tried to continue to work out and train my body in a vigorous way, but it didn't work. Whenever I tried to do those things, I ended up making myself more sick. And I made myself more sick because I was trying to get back to this old way. I tried to stay in the exact environment that I actually got sick in. And that may be hard to connect the dots there. Heather, you know, how did you get sick in this environment? Well, you know, most people say this should look like a physical disease manifestation. For me, I actually got sick because I wasn't in alignment with my own path in my own purpose. And this created this emotional, spiritual disharmony within myself. I got off balance. The teeter-totter had tipped completely in the opposite direction. And now I was on this quest to find balance again. But let me tell you, I tried to fight against that tooth and nail for years when I finally stopped trying to go back to the old way, to the old way of being, to the old way I knew how to be in the world, and when I realized that this way at that time was actually harming my health and blocking forward movement on my path, it wasn't until then that my TBI started to make really huge forward movements. I started to heal it in really significant ways. When I actually stop trying to revert back to the old way of being. And for me, the forward movement on my healing path wasn't this one big event. Yes, I had the car accident and that was a huge catalyst event, but it was actually several small steps along my path that gradually led me to learn about this new path, this new way of being, my real purpose of being here, and that the environment that I was living in was actually counterproductive to healing my TBI. So really, it took me about 13 years to get really clear, to gain this clarity Around my true path and purpose, but also to learn about what environment really is needed for people to fully heal. Because I was seeing multiple different, very well known naturopathic doctors, acupuncturists, herbal practitioners. I was seeing practitioners who specialized in homeopathy. And while these things were really supportive, They never allowed me to make the forward movement that I really was searching for and needing along my own healing path. So for me, when I started to learn about the impact of environment on health, meaning your literal physical environment, your work environment, your emotional environment, your mindset environment, your spiritual environment, all of these things... Contribute to your ability to heal. And today, clients come to me with cancer, with gut autoimmunity, with gut infections like C. diff, with things like Hashimoto's, type 2 diabetes, TBI's. And just know if you're someone out there, searching for a breakthrough around your health. Know that it doesn't have to take you as long as it took me this 13-year period to really have huge, massive breakthroughs around my health. And know that when you have the right formula for you, when you change your environment, and this all goes back to environment, that you're going to begin to see massive shifts in your health and well-being. And a lot of us and a lot of practitioners, we're taught to focus on supplements, we're taught to focus on tests, we're taught to focus on diet. And while these things can be incredibly invaluable and supportive to the healing process, until you heal the environment you got sick in, you're not going to be able to see the forward movement that you're likely desiring with your health in over 90 percent of cases. So 20 years ago we could say yes maybe diet was the main go-to in the healing process and maybe supplements could help to be a main mode of focus in the healing process. However our environment has changed so drastically really since Thomas Edison invented the incandescent bulb in 1879 But also, since our environment has just been bombarded with things like LED lights with non-native EMF, with non-native blue light, which is also a form of non-native EMF, with things like GMOs, conventional processed and packaged foods and sugars, okay? These things have totally taken our environment, dismantled it into this artificial environment. It's like putting a lizard in a cage, and shining a UV light on it. Will it survive? Yeah, for a little while it might, but the longevity, the health of that animal, the well-being of that animal is just going to be incredibly limited. It's going to have premature aging. It's going to suffer from a lot of diseases that those animals, those lizards that live in the wild wouldn't experience, and we are having the exact same experience with our health today. So many people come to me after trying many different healing protocols, diets, tests, because they're still not well. They may have made a little bit of forward movement. Some people even make backward movement. Like they go to a naturopathic doctor, a functional medicine doctor, or a Western doctor, and they report that their labs actually got worse, or that something in their health actually got worse. Now this isn't always the case, but a lot of people have come to me and said, Heather, I actually got worse. My white blood cell count dropped even lower. My fatigue increased. My digestion got even worse after seeing this person. And I'm not trying to shame other people or blame them. What I'm trying to help you see is this full picture that most practitioners All they know is lab work, supplements, diet, we're not looking at the environment, and environment is absolutely crucial and key to look at. It is a key number one element. If you wanna get well, then you need to start by, not second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, or 10th, look at your environment, but first look at your environment. And this is exactly where I start with people because I know there's a pattern going on that people who come to me seeking healing, they've tried a thousand and one things. And the first question I ask is, tell me about your environment. And this is what we focus on rectifying right from the beginning because you cannot heal, you cannot get well in the environment you got sick in. And usually. Over 90% of the time, the work environment is the cause of the health issue, and then the home environment, and then the sleep environment. So as people tell me their story, they share about their environment in their work, in their sleep, in their home and the story unfolds, they, they just tell me the answers right there of why they're sick. It's really not that hard. You don't have to have a PhD, an MD, or anything like this to figure out, to put two and two together that, hey, you work in front of a computer, you work in front of, of three computers. I have a few people that I've worked with who, who actually have multiple screens in front of them, and they have some mitochondrial issue with their brain or with their heart and the doctors are telling them it's this genetic condition when over 90% of the time this is a mitochondrial issue due to a poor environment that they work in. So really healing, the the way to healing, the way to health is not that hard. It doesn't require, in most cases, seeing the the most well-known prominent doctors out there, seeing the best naturopath out there, seeing the best this and that out there, we really want to keep it simple when it comes to your health because it is simple. The reason why we get chronic diseases today, the reason why we have infertility, the reason why we have hormonal disorders, the reason why we have escalating melanoma rates, cancer rates, you name it, is simply due to years of living in a poor environment, and things are escalating right now because the environment is getting more and more and more toxic, and we're wanting to go to the blood tests, we're wanting to go to the supplements, we're wanting to go to the diet, but that is not the answer at this time in history. So let's take a look at what is environment? What is causing all these issues? I've mentioned a few things, but what is environment? What impact does it have on your body and ability to heal? So environment, there's really four key elements here. There's a couple more lesser elements as well, but the main elements are lighting. What light are you exposed to throughout your day? What light is your, are your eyes exposed to? What light is your body and skin exposed to? Uh, And then we have sun exposure. What kind of sun exposure are you getting throughout the day? What times of the day are you getting that sun exposure? And how's your tech use? Okay. Then we'll look at some other components like diet. Then we'll look at some other components like exercise and movement and these sort of things. But when we're looking just at environment as a key starting place, really here. So it looks like more like top three lighting, sunlight exposure, and tech use. Okay. Those are the three things that I want you all to start looking at within your environment. These are going to have the major impacts. And then we get into things like diet, movement, mindset, these sort of things. So light actually is the number one key element to consider when it comes to your health, because the light signals received by your eyes, by your skin, by your gut, determine your circadian biology. And when your circadian biology shifts towards an unhealthy state, this is something called circadian mismatch. And circadian mismatch simply means that the light in nature is not aligning with the light that you're actually receiving through your skin, through your gut, through your eyes on a daily basis. Nature designed each one of us to interact with light spectrums from about 250 nanometers all the way up to about 780 nanometer light. Anything outside of that spectrum, our body is not designed to interact with that light. Now what kind of light do you think comes from your text screens? I'm talking about iPhone, computer screens, iPads, tablets, you know, all of these sort of things, all these tech devices, television screens, okay? The kind of light coming from those devices, from those things, does not fall in that spectrum. And you are designed, nature designed each one of us to interact with these forms of light from about that 250 to 780 nanometer spectrum. And what happens is your Circadian biology. Okay, The light that hits your eyes and goes into your retina, the retina is a huge place that sets your circadian biology when light hits the eye and goes into the retina. Another place that determines our circadian biology is the type of light that hits your skin. Another another place that determines your circadian biology is the type of light that hits your gut. Okay, because your mitochondria, one of its main goals is to tunnel electrons across the inner mitochondrial membrane. Electrons only interact with sunlight, with photons. Okay, the more photons you receive from sunlight, the healthier your mitochondria will be, the healthier the tunneling is going to be with the electrons going across your inner mitochondrial membrane. If we want to get to the root of all chronic disease, we need to take a peek at the mitochondria and how the electrons are tunneling across the mitochondria. They tunnel across five cytochromes or five respiratory proteins. And the ability for them to do that, the rate at which they do that, the efficacy at which they do that determines your health your energy levels, your susceptibility to cancer, your susceptibility to autoimmunity, your susceptibility to gut autoimmunity, your susceptibility to obesity, your energy levels, and so forth. So your circadian biology, all of the little gene clocks located throughout your body on your skin, in your eyes, in your gut, allows you to determine night from day, hour from hour, season from season. And the number one factor that sets your circadian biology and determines the state of it is the light stimulus you receive via your eye, skin, and gut through sunlight. Now, if you're not getting sunlight on a regular basis, on a daily basis, or the correct spectrums of sunlight. So we think we can go outside in afternoon sun and get a valuable, healthy benefit from that. You can't do it that way. That's not the way you're designed. This is exactly why I created the Sunlight Rx on my Patreon page so people can actually learn, remember, like our ancient ancestors inherently knew, how to utilize sunlight to help run certain programs in our body. We're talking about regeneration programs of autophagy and apoptosis. We're talking about melatonin recycling. We're talking about serotonin production, dopamine production, T3 production. Like many people don't know, and it, and I didn't for a long time, that T3, active thyroid hormone, is actually made in the eye, when sunlight, when certain spectrums of sunlight hit your eye unadulterated. So sunlight and the light you interact with on a daily basis is really huge because now think about this. If you're sitting in front of a computer or multiple computers or devices throughout the day, if you're constantly looking at your phone throughout the day and you don't have it set up accurately, like your computer doesn't have the iris program downloaded on it. I'll pop these in the show notes for you all because these are really important for everyone to have who's on a tech device. You know, you need to have your iris downloaded. You need to have your blue blockers on. You need to have your skin protected because the light that even hits your skin, not just your eyes. So people who wear blue blockers, it's not enough. Your skin, your gut also has to be protected when you're on these things. So let's take a look at the computer screen. So if you're around your computer screen all day, maybe it's a key part of your work, it's a key element, it's a way you make your income, so you're looking at the screen all day. The temperature of your computer screen and of most tech devices is right around 5750 Kelvin and some are a little higher in the uh Kelvin, degree Kelvin. So this is the exact temperature right around the temperature of solar noon outside at summertime. So every time you look at a device and every time you look at a screen and it's radiating that temperature, the frequency of 5750 Kelvin, what you're telling your circadian biology is that it's solar noon in the middle of summertime, 24-7, 365 days a year. Now, this creates massive circadian mismatch. Have issues losing weight? This is where we need to start. Have issues with infertility, with your hormones, with your gut autoimmunity, with leaky gut, with cancer, with any chronic issue. Really where I start with people is teaching them how to rectify this environment and then how to actually detox all of this EMF poisoning that they've been exposed to likely for years because of their work environment. So, this is why diet supplements lab work is not the number one thing that i look at when it comes to helping people heal and make forward movement with their healing process because the technology you're around the emf environment you're around the blue the blue lit environment you're around this message that you're sending to your body completely disrupts your biology and because your biology, we have all been created to interact with sunlight in certain spectrums of sunlight. And your biology, your mitochondria, your circadian biology is all determined by the type of light that you interact with. Something I talk about on my Sunlight RX Patreon page, and of course in the one-on-one healing work I do with people and the retreats and all of that, is that... The light you interact with has massive implications on your hormonal state, on your hormonal signaling. So, a first place I start with people who have cancer or hormonal disorders is I tell them that when certain spectrums, and this is all laid out for people on the Sunlight RX and in my work with them, when certain spectrums of sunlight hit your eye, it actually stimulates the release of hormones from your anterior pituitary gland, okay? And so then there's other spectrums of sunlight that actually press pause on the release of hormones from your anterior pituitary gland. And this balance, this dance, is absolutely necessary to have sound hormonal health. Now, if you're looking at blue light on your screen all day, This message it sends to your hormones is that hormones should always be released and will always be released continuously, constantly from your anterior pituitary gland. Blue light sends this signal to your hormones. And so people today who come to me with cancers, with hormonal disorders, and they think they have uh, too many hormones, this often isn't actually accurate when it comes to their hormonal health because if they live in an environment that's dominated by non native blue light, non native EMF, and they have the constant continual release of hormones from their anterior pituitary gland, which is unnatural, you're not designed that way. Well, what happens is over time, cortisol levels get completely out of whack and your hormones become flatlined. We're seeing infertility in, in people who are in their teens and in their twenties. We're seeing these cortisol imbalances. We're seeing escalated uh, we're seeing escalated rates of cancers. This all ties in to this hormonal sing- signaling that's getting disrupted by the environment you're in. We also apply this to type 2 diabetes and obesity. Studies are coming out very clearly, very obviously now showing that despite the diet that you eat, you can just sit in front of a computer and be around non-native blue light and get type 2 diabetes and get obese because the light stimulus you're sending to your hormones is out of alignment with nature. You have a massive circadian mismatch in the cases of type 2 diabetes and obesity. Also, let's take a look at some other disorders. Let's let's focus in here on the gut because this is a big one. A lot of people are having gut autoimmunity now. A lot of people are having gut issues, leaky gut. This is a really popular thing, even SIBO. And what do we do? We're looking at diet to help treat these things. Diet, yes, is helpful and necessary to address for these conditions, but not in the way you're being told by your doctors. Okay. We need to look at the light stimulus within your foods. And we need to look at the light stimulus that and the message you're sending through that light to your gut. Because the, the light that hits your eyes, the light that hits your skin, the light that hits your gut sends signals to your gut on how to behave, how to act, how to operate. We know that the gut enterocytes or the gut cells they're designed to turn over every 48 to 72 hours. Well, this isn't necessarily, this isn't the case in people who have gut autoimmunity, constipation, leaky gut, and their gut enterocytes are not turning over, okay? They're not being recycled. They're not being renewed. So you're constantly living off of old cells. And what does this do? It causes fatigue. It causes poor sleep. It causes poor digestion. You know, you feel brain fog. You feel sluggish. Believe me, I've had these things. I've had my own share of dealing with leaky gut. And I tried several diets for leaky gut until I got the actual pathogens out of my gut that were contributing to leaky gut while simultaneously changing the light stimulus that my gut received that's when I started to heal my leaky gut, not with the diet alone. That did not help me make sustainable, continuous, long-term improvements with my gut. And it's not the case with my clients either. This light stimulus is so important because anything that recycles like that, that has a lifespan, everything has a lifespan in your body, your cells do, okay? Gut and recycle themselves every 48 to 72 hours this is a circadian biology component. This is your circadian biology. Your circadian biology determines the life cycle of things. Okay, And so if you can't turn your enterocytes over every 48 to 72 hours, diet isn't going to help to rectify your issue. We need to take a look at your environment and how to change the light stimulus you're getting, receiving, and any toxicities you receive from non-native EMF or blue light, We need to get those things out so that your gut and pterocytes have the ability to start recycling themselves. Now we can say the same thing about cancer. In the state of cancer, electrons are tunneling across your mitochondria at a far too fast rate. This is why people with cancer, they age really quickly. They can die at a more rapid rate than a healthy individual because the electrons tunneling or moving across their inner mitochondrial membrane are going so fast that the regeneration programs of autophagy and apoptosis, which actually... Occur and are determined by the rate at which electrons move across your inner mitochondrial membrane is going way too fast. Life is literally speeding up. Aging is literally speeding up. This is something I talk about um, in my Sunlight Rx known as heteroplasmy rate and redox potential. But the key thing here is that your circadian biology determines these key core elements of your biology and this can be correlated to every single modern disease, hormonal imbalance, autoimmunity out there today. It's not about diet anymore because our environment that we live in, the light stimulus that we're sending, our body is not in alignment with nature and this is the key cause of disease today. Some of you may have heard or or may be aware of really the kind of trendy hot topic is to talk about healing the mitochondria out there today. And this is really accurate. Uh, I, you know, the mitochondria are really impacted by our environment. And a lot of people look to supplements, they do the 23andMe and the genetic testing and all this stuff. And what they're missing is the target. They're missing the bullseye. The bullseye is to look at your environment and the light stimulus and the frequency stimulus that you're interacting with, because these are the things that the electrons interact with and the electrons tunneling across your mitochondria and how healthy, efficiently they're doing this determines your mitochondrial health, not your genetics not your diet. So the root of mitochondrial dysfunction really is everything that I'm sharing with you here today that has to do with the light and frequencies that you interact with on a daily basis. So when you live in that blue lit environment, when you live in a poor frequency environment, Your environment is dominated by non-native EMF. And this absolutely destroys the body's magnetic field. And every single disease today, it doesn't matter what you're dealing with. If your magnetic field is poor, if it's weak, you're not going to be able to heal. You need a strong magnetic field in order to heal, in order to be well. And as soon as we bring in these non-native EMFs and non-native frequencies and non-native light, your magnetic field literally begins to diminish, 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 diminish. And this is where we're missing the boat. Most people, most practitioners today this is where we're missing the boat when it comes to helping people get well i hope this really helps to paint a clear picture it helps you to have a clear idea and understanding of why diet why supplements why lab work is no longer my number one go-to yes i incorporate those things into my healing work with people however they're not my number one focus because We really need to focus in on the environment first and then take these additional steps towards diet, towards supplements, towards looking at the lab work. And this is exactly why I wanted to take this first episode to talk about environment because it shapes how you heal, your capacity to heal. And you're going to be listening to a lot more episodes from me, from my guests, And we're going to be talking a lot about non-native EMFs and their impact. And we're going to be talking a lot more about non-native blue light and its impact. We're going to be talking a lot more about how to live more of an outdoor life so that you can reset your circadian biology, so that you can rectify circadian mismatch. Really, this episode is here to be a catalyst for your own healing because a lot of people come to me for healing, but... Not everyone is open to changing and healing their environment. And so small steps, small steps, small forward movement can be made. But then it's it's literally impossible to continue on a healing path and achieve the healing that you likely desire. You likely will come up against a roadblock around a wall until your environment shifts. And there's many ways to shift your environment. There's many aspects there's many layers for some people this uh, this can include several small things for other people it can include rather large things okay and the key is to determine what kind of environment you're in now what diseases or conditions or symptoms are you experiencing And all that information will help you determine, okay, what do I actually need to change in my environment to help me make sustainable, continuous forward movement in my healing process? For me, until I learned how to change the light that I interacted with on a daily basis, until I learned... What frequencies uh, of sunlight occur during specific times of the day so that I could make sure I was in those specific frequencies to help heal my TBI, to help heal my mitochondria is really what the sunlight was doing. Until I learned which frequencies aligned with what I needed to heal myself, that is when I started to make huge forward movement with my health. And with my TBI and with my mitochondria. Right now, you can start to change your environment today in a few ways. Number one is you can head over to my Patreon page and start practicing my Sunlight RX as soon as the next sunrise to help change, shift, improve your mitochondrial health, your circadian biology, and to help heal circadian mismatch conditions and that's any chronic condition today so that's number one number two and this is a a more all-encompassing way as that you can participate in my optimize your health online course so this course is a 10-week course that breaks down how you can start to improve your environment to improve your health, to improve chronic conditions, to prevent chronic conditions, to improve your hormonal health. And this is a go at your own pace course. And it also uniquely, at this time at least, involves a one-on-one component. So we'll have a one-hour intensive call to go over your full health history as part of the course So that as you go through the course, you'll be able to really personalize the recommendations and the suggestions and the lifestyle and the environment that I recommend to help align with your own personal healing needs. And number three, this is a really, you're really struggling with your health and you really need a big boost, a big transformation, a big life shift around your health you can engage in a one-on-one retreat with me. And this way you're literally submerged in nature in an EMF free environment, in a non-native blue light free environment. And these are held for 14 to 28 days. And this is where you experience firsthand how your environment impacts your body and how your environment actually influences how you feel in your body and your ability to heal. And so During this retreat, I'll take you through the Sunlight Rx. We do one-on-one healing work. We work on your mindset mentality. We work on crafting a movement program that you can incorporate that actually supports your health and healing goals. We take a close look at your diet. We take a close look at your supplement schedule. We take a close look at your labs. This is really an all-encompassing way to help you make the health improvements that you need and that can sustain you throughout your entire life, that can help you prevent or even rectify a chronic issue. So these are three main ways that you can get started with improving your circadian biology, with improving the health of your mitochondria, with rectifying circadian mismatch right now. Next week, I have an awesome, super empowering, informative, interview with the mayor of Nevada City, California, Renette Senem. And during this episode, we talk about EMFs. And we talk about the health implications of EMFs, and we talk about the physical and emotional components and implications of EMFs and how they impact fertility, how they are impacting the health of kids and future generations. And during that episode, we actually produce steps and solutions that you can take to help mitigate your exposure to EMFs so you can help to support your health. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Currently, you can find me over at ketocancersolution.com or ancestraldigestion.com. I'll be launching a new site in the near future. But until then, you can find me at those two places or always on social media. My Insta account is sunlight underscore Rx. And you can find me on Facebook at Heather Shepard. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll look forward to seeing you all next time. The Primal Pioneer podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease or medical condition. This podcast is not intended as medical advice in the Western medical or terms. Please contact your medical physician when seeking medical advice or before starting a new medical program neither heather shepherd or her guests are responsible for your health